0: If I had a wagon, I would go to Colorado. Go to Colorado. Go to Colorado. If I had a wagon, I would go to the state where a man can walk a mile high. Welcome to Mouthful. I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Mouthful is a podcast about food, culture, and the makers in the world. On this episode of Mouthful, I'm talking with Wendy White from Colorado Proud. Mouthful is sponsored by CCF Documentation. Let CCF develop your e-learning or instructional video training. From training assessment to course creation and LMS administration, CCF is your one-stop training resource. Check them out at ccfdocumentation.com. Colorado Proud promotes local Colorado products. And we have a lot to be proud of here. Here's Wendy White from Colorado Proud. Wendy, tell me what Colorado Proud is.
1: Colorado Proud is a program of the Colorado Department of Agriculture, and we help promote food and agricultural products that are grown, raised, or made right here in the state. And actually, the program is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year, and we just rolled out a new logo and look. People may have been familiar with the Purple Mountain and Gold Sun, and now we've transitioned to a, a round logo that says Colorado Proud, and it incorporates the colors of the Colorado state flag, which people are really connected to take a lot of pride in. And so we hope that uh, pride translates into the products that they see with the logo as well.
0: Well, there's no denying it. We are smack dab in the middle of holiday seasons. I don't care if people say, oh, it's too early for Christmas. It's too. No, no, no. Was it the Hallmark Channel that just started like two, three weeks ago? I've been watching them. I, I've been watching Pluto, so <laughs> Cause you, the Pluto TV, I don't know if you're familiar with that. They have two channels, 24 hours of Christmas, so I've already started watching mine. Yeah, I people are ready. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because Colorado Proud has some great resources for the holidays, and the first one being the Christmas tree list. I don't think a lot of people know that this even exists. People always want to go out and cut their own Christmas tree just... Fill me in a little bit about this Christmas tree list.
1: Sure and a lot of people think Colorado Proud during the summer when produce is available but we hope these resources really expand their horizons and and experience Colorado Proud and local products year-round and even this time of year as well. But our Christmas tree list provides a lot of resources. It's farms that have trees that they can go and, and pick up trees and wreaths or their holiday activities and events and festivals And so a lot of great resources on on connecting people with Colorado Christmas trees.
0: Are they, you cut them Christmas trees or are they, you pick them up?
1: It's a combination. So some you can go out and cut yourself and others, they have them available at at the farm along with all kinds of holiday activities. I
0: didn't realize that there were Christmas tree farms still left in Colorado.
1: There are a few. We've noticed sort of of a decrease in the number of listers in in this particular directory um, over the years, but there's still a number of them around.
0: And people can go out and get it before Thanksgiving because it's actually a shorter holiday season this year because Thanksgiving. It's a little later this year, isn't
1: it? The other thing that you have on there
0: is the Christmas gift list or what do you call it? Yes, it's the the Colorado
1: Food and Agriculture Gift Guide. And this is really perfect for people who are looking for that unique gift to give to someone. Uh, It might be someone in state, but they also make great gifts for people living out of state as well. And a lot of different Colorado Proud members and Colorado producers that have either gift sets or their jams and jellies or chocolates. I think we have somebody on there that does alpaca socks. Yay, uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it socks for your alpaca? or, <laughs> or <laughs> Socks for you that made, made out of alpaca. from okay. alpaca fiber. I'm just curious because, yes. you know, people do dress up in yes, alpacas. You do, you, you and never know. alpacas
0: are very, a very Christmas thing lately. Have you noticed past couple, three years, alpacas have made... You made their way to the front of being a Christmas animal.
1: Oh, well, there you you go. So that combines it. But lots of great gift ideas and supporting local producers, supporting our state economy. So a lot of really great resources to help connect people with local products for gift giving.
0: And one of the nice things, too, is that a lot of this is food and drink. A lot of people now aren't looking for tangible, but the food and the drink are excellent gifts to give.
1: Absolutely. And we have a wide variety of, of things. So yeah, whether it's the manufactured food products or, you know, it even might be a, a gift certificate for a pack of Palisade peaches for mm-hmm. the next season. Oh, you um, can get one of those? Yeah, they have gift packs online and it de- sort of depends on the producer and what they have, but a lot of them do offer gift certificates as well. So that's something that you can be thinking about that um, give the gift of Colorado summer But also a lot of of center-of-the-plate type of products, meat and protein items, so whether it's beef or lamb or pork, uh, those producers for your holiday meals. And then also restaurants. We have a lot of restaurants using local ingredients in their menus, so supporting them during the holiday season too.
0: Can people get more information on your website?
1: Absolutely. We have great resources online at coloradoproud.org. So our gift guide is there. The Christmas tree list is there. The winter farmer's market uh, list is there. So farmer's markets are really extending their season into fall and winter. So if you're looking to buy direct from farmers, uh, there's a list of those locations there as well, along with a lot of great recipes to help with your holiday meal planning too. I know a lot of
0: the farmer's markets are offering and have offered baskets to plan your meal around. So if you wanted a Thanksgiving meal, they'll have like, yams and beets because beets is a very Colorado thing a lot of people don't realize that but or they or potatoes potatoes are a Colorado thing so if they if people are interested they could go on your website and they could look for these farmers markets and farms that are offering these type of baskets.
1: Yes yeah, so um, in addition to the winter farmers market list and connecting with those producers that have extended their growing season this time of year and have products available we also have the Market Maker uh, link on our website where people can type in a particular product and find producers. So potatoes, onions, those kinds of things that are available year-round, you can find producers for, for those items. And uh, yeah, just a lot of great resources to help connect people with products that we grow, raise, or, or make right here in the state and it's what's available year-round. Why should people support Colorado Proud? I think people do make a difference when they buy local, when they select that Colorado Proud product. They're supporting the state's farmers and ranchers and our food manufacturers. They're supporting the state economy. Agribusinesses contribute more than $40 billion to the state economy on an annual basis. And let's face it, Colorado Proud products, they taste good. Right. Um, we do. So th- we, the produce is fresh. The The meat is great. The products are made right here in Colorado. And so why not uh, look for Colorado Proud and, and buy local when you shop and dine?
0: One of the things that you gave me when you came in is you have a magazine. Tell me about this magazine.
1: The Colorado Department of Agriculture publishes Cultivating Colorado every year, and it's a great publication. We have one right now that we have a link to it on our website at coloradoproud.org, but we'll have a new one coming out in January. And it's really designed to tell the stories of the farmers and ranchers in Colorado and share that information with the public about what we're producing here in the state, how they make a difference when they buy locally, who they're impacting, how to get connected, um, and the impact that agriculture really has on, on Colorado.
0: Have you visited every place that is Colorado proud? And Colorado? I, I
1: must confess, I have not. Uh, there, are, you know, with twenty seven hundred members all across Colorado, plus forty thousand farms and ranches across the state, it's hard for me to get to every, every place. But I do try to to make a great effort in in getting to meet with producers, whether it's at their farm or at conferences or events or activities during the summer, farmers markets, and it's really important. And I think all consumers really want to have that connection. With with the farmer and rancher and the and how they learn how their food gets from the field to the plate,
0: and there are a lot of restaurants now that do farm to table that the owners like the Seidel's and. The person who's up in Boulder, whose name is escaping me. Eric Skoken, I believe so. Black Cat. Yeah, Black Cat. Mm-hmm. That actually own their farms. The produce and even the meat now come and the cheese and the dairy are coming from their farms into their restaurants.
1: Yeah, we're seeing this trend. It's called hyper local sourcing mm-hmm. for restaurants and where the chef um, or restaurant owner becomes the farmer too. And, and sourcing a lot of the products that they grow and, and put them on the plate. And I think people really like that connection and it continues to be a, a popular trend um, in the culinary industry.
0: Do you have a list on your website of these restaurants that are doing the hyperlocal?
1: We don't have a list of all the the restaurants. We have some included in our annual farm fresh directory that lists all the farmers markets, roadside stands, U picks. It's really geared for more of a summertime publication but there's some restaurants located in that as well as our restaurants listed in the Market Maker, the online uh, source for Colorado products too. And when does your farmer's market list come out? The next one will be in 2020, and it'll be rolling out in May. So people can look forward to that as well.
0: One of the things you offer in that list, and also right now on your website, is what's in season.
1: The produce calendar. It's so popular because um, it always amazes me when I go someplace and I talk to people about what we produce here in the state and they'll say, well, I went to a farmer's market in May and there were no Palisade peaches. Well, no, no, that's <laughs> there, not the, is there, there the weren't. <laughs> um, so that's why I think something like the produce calendar is really important. It helps us with that education. So people know that these are special products that are grown at special times of the year and they taste great because they're, they're only available for a short period of time. So whether it's Palisade peaches or Rocky Ford melons or Pueblo chilies or whatever it may be, uh, the produce calendar is great to help people guide them through the year to know what's in season.
0: Now, does Colorado Proud just support like the food industry, produce industry, or do you actually have tangible, like the alpaca socks we yeah. were talking about earlier? Yeah,
1: we, pro- we promote any food and agricultural product that's grown, raised, or made here in the state. So a lot of it is is food, whether it's produce that's grown or uh, meat that's from here or Uh, manufactured food products, but we have some non-food items as well. So the alpaca socks are a great example or lavender um, and some of the items that that are associated with with lavender. So some of those wool blankets and and those types of things that are agriculturally based. I'm interested
0: to hear more about the lavender. I kind of knew it grew well here because, you know, in New Mexico, it grows amazing. And I didn't realize that it had started moving its way up into Colorado.
1: Yeah, the Western Slope, especially of Colorado, we're seeing a, a lot of growth in the lavender industry and um, they have a big festival every July to, to celebrate that. But it's, I think people really like, I mean, what's not to like about this beautiful purple great right. smelling, <laughs> right. but yeah, it's, it's really interesting to see the, the growth in that, in that segment. Yeah, my little secret is—is is my front flower beds at my house
0: are full of lavender because it grows amazingly.
1: Here. Well, and it always amazes me how many different varieties. Yes, and, you know, I always thought, well, lavender's lavender. No, oh. it's not. There's, um, you know, the culinary lavender and then the more floral smelling lavender for sachets and things like that. And so, even just learning about the different types of lavender and when they're available and how they're grown and what their uses are, it, it's really amazing. And that we get to experience that in Colorado mm-hmm. is exciting.
0: And there are some lavenders that aren't good for Colorado. I know that for a fact. It's like the French. I think it's either the Spanish or the French. It looks like a little bumblebee. Oh, mm-hmm. doesn't do well in Colorado, but like a hearty English lavender is amazing here.
1: Yeah, we have great uh, microclimates in Colorado, with, which really enable us to grow a wide variety of products. And that's why a lot of our produce is so sweet. Uh, it's the really warm days and the cool nights that lock in that sweetness And uh, so whether it's the Rocky Ford cantaloupe or the Palisade peaches or Colorado apples, our climate and our soils really are conducive for growing those types of products.
0: And one of the nice things about Colorado right now is that, or even Denver, and I know there's shops in Colorado that only support made in Colorado products.
1: Yeah, there are quite a few um, Colorado themed stores and they source a lot of food products that are Colorado Proud members, but also feature a lot of other gift ideas too from local artisans and and makers as well. And it's really always interesting to walk in and think, wow, somebody in Colorado made that. Mm -hmm. And I want to support that. And what a unique gift idea. There are a number of those. And I think you can even just Google made in Colorado type stores and, and find them. And they're fun to go to, especially this time of year. Well, at this time of year, two craft shows are big.
0: Oh yeah! One of the ones I really enjoy going to is the Denver Flea. Oh and yeah! And that a lot of these craft shows we have now has to be local and has to be handmade.
1: Yeah, I haven't been to that, but I've heard really good things, and I mm-hmm. think they have such a wide variety of of products, and I think people can get a lot of their holiday shopping done at those types of events. Yeah, if you're
0: not too busy buying all the stuff for yourself. Exactly, and and snacking on and the snacking, samples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know there's. I'm going to give some love to a local company. It's called That's My Jam. Have you tried them? Yes, oh, I have. They are so good. Yeah. And if people aren't familiar with That's My Jam, it's a lady who started her own jam business, but she makes it with alcohol. But all of her ingredients are organic, and she tries to source as local as possible as she can. Mm-hmm. But there there's something. She, she's right. not going to get local bananas Yep. Here. But everything else she tries to really, even down to... The spirits she puts in mm-hmm. she will try to get a local gin or a local bourbon to put in her jams and jellies they are probably some of the best jellies and jams i've ever had and the reason that she calls it that's my jam is that all the jam have musical names so the raspberry is raspberry beret mm-hmm. she does a banana jam and it's called banana pancakes by jack johnson Now, she did one called Paint It Black, and it was a limited micro batch, and that was based on a Rolling Stones song, Blackberries. It was simply outstanding out of this world, and she hasn't made it again, so I'm sad.
1: (laughs) But I think that's what is so fun about local products. I think you can really taste the passion of the people who produce them. Mm -hmm. You know, they really have this uh, authentic spirit and Colorado pride that they put into the products that they make, and they want to share that with everybody who purchases them. So um, that, I think that's really exciting. And that's, that's part of the, the uniqueness of, of giving a gift from Colorado.
0: And I always like to give things to people that there's a story behind. So Absolutely. So one of the things, and I'm going to give love to this person, and I am not know, know if you're familiar with Biatch, the biggest yes. mm-hmm. She's literally three blocks from my house. And I did a previous podcast with her. And I like the fact that I can walk into her shop and i can buy the body lotion or i mean she's has everything there and i can give it to somebody and say this came from a lady down the street she makes this she's in all the stores and this is this is local this is made with love and she's mm-hmm. awesome and i always like the fact that you can tell a story when you really search for something local.
1: And I think that's what people yearn for, is that connection with the people who produce our food and, uh, and our products, and I think that's why we're seeing consumers getting more engaged with agriculture, even though they're, they're probably generations removed from having any connection with a farm or ranch, so they no longer have a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle to take their family to experience what agriculture is, is really like. But there's this yearning for that, uh, you know, connection and going back to to those days and and wanting to know what's the story? How did this product grow or uh, how was this animal raised and how did it it get get to my plate? And and that's what Colorado Proud hopes to do, too, is help to share some of those stories of the producers. They're out there busy working and and producing food for people. So how can we do a a good job in sharing their stories and, and their spirit to consumers?
0: And I've heard from parents too that if a child sees where the food is from. So let's say they go to berry patch or they go to a local community garden or they participate in
1: a local community garden, the kids are more apt to eat healthy. Absolutely. If they get those those hands on experiences that they can see a seed sprout and grow and turn into a you know, a, a carrot or an, another item, um, yeah, they're more willing to try it. They have some vested interest in that because they, they worked on it. Right. And uh, so getting them to taste those healthy, nutritious products and get them started on the right foot and, you know, getting to be an adult and getting those healthy eating habits is is great. Colorado
0: right now is kind of going through a craft beer movement and everybody thinks, oh, Colorado, all craft beer all the time. And you and I are here to say, no, not necessarily. There are other spirits that are being made and developed in Colorado right now. And I'll let you take lead with the wine that's being made in Colorado.
1: Yeah, the Colorado Wine Industry Development Board is actually part of our Department of Agriculture as well. And there are over 160 wineries across the state. So at coloradowine.com, you can find all of those wineries and tasting rooms and go in and and talk with the winemakers and experience the wines and and sample them. And they make great gifts as well.
0: They make excellent. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So um, so a lot of people don't realize how many wineries we have across the state. And it's not just the Western Slope. Um, They're all across the state, a lot along the Front Range. Um, So you really don't have to go terribly far to find a, a winery relatively close. And they've got great resources on their website. They've got a brochure with all of them listed. And um, so that makes a unique gift, as well as the ciders, the hard ciders the hard that are ciders, being produced, exactly. as well as distilled spirits. So seeing a real growth in, in those types of products, too. And they all make great gifts.
0: They do. There's a uh, moonshine company down in Monument that makes the most amazing moonshine. And this gentleman, it's called 300 Days of Shine, if people are interested. And this gentleman has gone as far as to research all the alcohol that was made during the prohibition in Colorado so he's followed all the mob activity and in his moonshine recipe he uses Colorado sugar beets because Mm. that's how moonshine was made in Colorado it wasn't made with a corn mash it was made with sugar beets
1: and that's part of the story that they can share Mm -hmm. too
0: yeah so if you're ever looking for a really awesome moonshine oh and he also has one now that I'm thinking about how awesome it is he has one called Colorado Honey Moonshine. Mm. So, of course, he's doing everything local and everything. So, if people don't are looking for an alternative to the craft beer, they can always find other spirits, and the moonshine would be one of them.
1: And I think that's what's so special about Colorado, too. We have such a variety of mm-hmm. products available that we, that we produce here in the state. And we're really lucky to be able to, to share all of these uh, products with people across the state and across the country and around the world, too. How do people get the Colorado Proud stamp? Well, Colorado Proud is a free program that we offer at the Department of Agriculture, and uh, companies can visit our website, coloradoproud.org. There's a link that they can complete an online business profile. It's through our Market Maker online directory, and the information comes to me. I review it to make sure they meet our eligibility requirements and then they're approved and they can utilize the logo. We provide the logo artwork for free that they can incorporate into their packaging. We also have labels available for a small fee that they, if they want to apply a separate label to their product. And then we help promote that logo to consumers through a variety of of ways and encouraging people to buy local when they see that product.
0: How much of the product has to be local?
1: Like say an alpaca
0: sock. I mean, we're just, that made me giggle at the (laughs) beginning. How much of that product has to be local.
1: So Colorado Proud promotes food and agricultural products that are grown, raised, or made in the state. So for example, produce has to be grown here in Colorado, obviously. But for our manufactured food products, um, there is no uh, requirement on the percentage of the ingredients. For example, um, coffee roasters, we don't grow coffee beans in Colorado, Mm -hmm. but they're roasting, they're processing the product here, they're contributing to the economy, adding jobs, And so we're really an inclusive program to support those Colorado companies as well. And so a lot of our producers, though, use Colorado um, produce maybe in their jams when it's available, but they might have some other varieties um, like raspberry, maybe if they can't get raspberries when they need them. Or bananas. Or bananas, (laughs) right, Um, that uh, not all the ingredients are necessarily from Colorado, but it's made here in the state.
0: The Saturday after... Thanksgiving is Small Business Saturday. Can you tell me about that?
1: Yeah, it's really a great opportunity. So uh, as people are out shopping for the holidays, think local when they're when they're shopping and look for the Colorado Proud label. And I think Small Business Saturday gives them that opportunity to uh, maybe think twice when they're when they're out shopping and looking for local products and giving those local gifts that uh, I know their family and friends will love. And how hard is it to shop local? I think it's gotten much easier over the years. Obviously, finding the Colorado Proud logo is a lot easier, uh, whether you're at a grocery store or a specialty market or a winter farmer's market or online. There's a lot of online opportunities as well, connecting and buying directly from a lot of these producers. A lot of them will have gift packs of this holiday um, season. Our gift guide is a great resource. So you really don't have to go terribly far to find a lot of great local products that would make wonderful gifts.
0: And do you shop local? Of course, you do. Yeah. What is, your, what is one of your
1: favorite products? Um, I don't know. Well, the, there's a lot of different salsas that we make here oh, in definitely. Colorado, so you could almost have a variety pack of salsas and just have people try different ones. And mm-hmm. whether it's the peach salsa or chipotle salsa, so I love some of some of those. The different jams and jellies, uh, Hacienda maize uh, makes a wonderful jalapeno um, and, and pueblo chili. Uh, jelly wow. that's really I really good heard of that? and they do a lovely gift pack as well and of course always in the in the summer too you can't beat the palisade peaches rocky ford melons and all the wonderful produce and i'm a potato girl so i love my colorado <laughs> potatoes year-round
0: well, this is interesting old town spice shop offers bugs barbecue insects
1: yeah we have a um uh, rocky mountain micro ranch i, d- I do know about that. wendy lou mcgill uh-huh. yeah she raises crickets and other insects for ingredients in in other products or as protein powder and those kinds of things so there's another unique colorado made Very product right. and i believe there is a company in
0: boulder that is using cricket cricket flour for lack of a better analogy huh.
1: They're making protein bars, mm-hmm.
0: uh, yep. cricket bars.
1: Yep. It's supposed to be very high in, in, in protein. And I think there's another company that's using the bugs for candy, you mm-hmm. know, as an ingredient in candy. So oh, I,
0: I know your partner in crime over there is like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, and therefore, a while at 7 Eleven, they were selling crickets as you checked out. Oh, really? Yeah. And they couldn't keep a man.
1: Huh. Just and as I, a snack? Yeah.
0: Just, you know, as a quick pick me up. Okay. <laughs> well, I have certain things in my life that I'm afraid of spiders and grasshoppers no no spiders I'm fine with it's grasshoppers and crickets oh they freak me out well they hop I know and why would I eat one (laughs) but I have tried the protein bar and it was it was nothing I didn't you know I yeah I don't have a problem
1: with. (laughs) well and Wendy's (laughs) very passionate about it and Mm -hmm. she's done some really wonderful things to educate people about her business and and the benefits of, of these insects and and raising them here in Colorado so um, she's she, it's it's an interesting story another one of our interesting stories to tell
0: and tell me the name of that again
1: It's the Rocky Mountain Micro Ranch.
0: I know last year at the Slow Food Nation. They actually highlighted her mm. So she I didn't get a chance to meet her But I was very familiar with her and she led a seminar on you know pack you know, just eat all those bugs yep. <laughs> <laughs> Eat them on purpose. I guess yep. would be the thing <laughs> I know Colorado Proud right now has a photography contest and it ends at the end of the year. Could you tell me about that?
1: Sure. Every year we have a um, Colorado It's Agricultural Photography Contest. Mm-hmm. And this is our 26, 22nd annual event. And we're looking for pictures to be submitted that really showcase the spirit of Colorado agriculture. So there are photos that have been taken uh, this calendar year, 2019. We have a variety of categories, including crops, livestock, people, Urban agriculture, ag from above. Uh, that people, each photographer can enter up to three photos, and uh, we have gift and prize packs for the category winners, and then a hundred and fifty dollar award for the the grand prize winner. Uh, but it always is amazing to see the variety of of photos that we get uh, that represent all different aspects of agriculture across the state, and really it does showcase the the spirit of what agriculture brings to Colorado. I encourage everybody to to look through their digital files and you can submit them electronically. Um, we have an entry form online at coloradoproud.org. What's coming
0: up for Colorado Proud?
1: Well, again, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. And so going into the new year, we'll be continuing to promote our new logo and really um, educating people about what to look for. So that was a big change for us and, and, and rebranding uh, and really supporting our state's farmers and ranchers. One of the. Uh, goals of the Colorado Department of Agriculture is supporting the next generation of farmers and ranchers. So helping with the transition among um, multi-generational farms. So passing that along as well as helping beginning and startup farmers that may not have resources like land and water and what kind of, you know, resources can we provide to them in terms of of training and land link and ag workforce uh, intern program, which we have. So helping those folks as well.
0: Thank you to Wendy White from Colorado Proud. I hope you got a lot of holiday ideas from this episode. Look for more information on coloradoproud.org and I will post the other websites on my Facebook page. Also, look for an upcoming episode from the Colorado wine industry. Mouthful is sponsored by CCF Documentation. Whether you want to train your employees or teach your customers how to properly use your equipment or product, or you are wanting to market your expertise to the world. Online training is fast becoming one of the most sought-after forms of training in the business world today. Providing flexibility as well as consistency, e-learning will get your new hires or customers trained faster and with less resources. At CCF Documentation, we provide customized e-learning solutions geared to proactively and efficiently train your employees or customers with measurable training outcomes. To maximize your training effectiveness, contact CCF Documentation at ccfdocumentation.com. Here at the Chit Chat Club show, we're a little obsessed with the Golden Girls. Look for the latest episode of the Chit Chat Club show where Dahlia, the Dirty Boot Diva, weighs in on her choice for the reboot of the Golden Girls. Look for the Chit Chat Club show on iHeart and other podcast platforms, and don't forget to like us and don't forget to like Mouthful while you're at it. If you have any questions or you'd like to be a guest, please feel free to contact me at mouthfulthepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Also look for me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. With Mouthful, I'm Lori Lynn Barker, and as always, stay fresh, cheese bags.